1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: Today, I'm
3: asking, is it Tuesday? Today is Tuesday. What? Well, what? Today is Tuesday, then.
4: How's your the weekend? How was your weekend?
3: It was good.
4: But not nearly long enough. Not long enough. <sighs> not long enough. How
5: much time do you need? I'll know what? it when I
6: find it. Let you know when it happens. Well,
1: until that time.
6: How about we all get back to work? It's showtime.
3: Uh, Billy Eilish is responding to those who are calling her a sellout. Also, Celine Dion's career could be in serious jeopardy. We'll get to that story here shortly, but first let's begin this hour's news. With Jewel this with morning. Jewel. At the Indy 500.
0: What an invitation. I mean, the Indy 500, that's a huge event to be invited to sing the national anthem there. I mean, that's a big deal. Oh, it's an honor. It's huge. So, that's what she did and uh she did it a little different slowed it down a little added some soul maybe even a little country flavor with only her acoustic guitar to accompany her and there are some people that are saying it was the absolute worst thing they've ever heard and of of course on the opposite end of the the spectrum there some people are saying it was brilliant oh so you'll have to decide well i I have it. Let's hear it. If you You want to hear it. it. Yes, we must. Okay.
7: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight?
0: Two minutes, 14 (laughs) seconds.
3: You know, you want to go in there and you want to make it your own. But on the other hand, you have to mess with it too much because now you're just annoying me. It sounded it almost sounded a little bit like a Christmas song.
4: Yeah. The there general was, vibe a bit I liked, but there were a couple notes in there which were a little.
0: I mean, it was different. It was definitely different. Round John Virgin.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: I don't
0: know. some jingle bells. Something. I was different.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's calling it the worst performance ever is a bit of an overstatement.
0: Might be dramatic. And she did something similar to this. This isn't the first time. Uh, at the NBA All-Star Game back in February, she did something a little similar. So it shouldn't have been a big shock to anybody who's right. seen her. I mean, when they hired her to do it, they kind of knew what they were most likely going to be getting. Yeah.
6: I grew up with something called the Mosquito Man. The mosquito man comes around now, but they call your house to leave a recording and to stay inside and bring your pets inside. Yeah, not back then, Mm-mm. Back in the late 60s, they would just pop up. Yeah, and we lived back in the woods. So when the mosquito man came around, that was an exciting time for us. That was like the circus. You know what I'm saying? It's like other neighborhoods, they would get... Mm-mm, not us. We would get... And we would lose our minds. The kids, man, we would drop whatever we was doing. Like, it's Mosquito Man. And we would run to the end of the road to greet the Mosquito Man just to get behind his truck to play in that fog of pesticide. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> and then when he was leaving the neighborhood, we would thank him. Thank you, mosquito man. Thank you. And then we walk back home with that pesticide just steaming off of us. Flies would land on us and then just die.
3: That's Wanda Sykes from her Netflix special, I'm an Entertainer. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Back in December, Celine Dion revealed that she had been diagnosed with a rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome. And on Friday, she announced that she is scrapping her entire Courage World Tour, which was scheduled to run through next year. She said, quote, I'm so sorry to disappoint all of you once again, but I'm working really hard to build back my strength, and touring can be very difficult, even when you're 100%. It's not fair to you to keep postponing the shows, and even though it breaks my heart, it's best that we cancel everything now until I'm ready to be back on, on stage again. I'm not giving up, and I can't wait to see you again.
0: Mm, that's a bummer. Yeah. I hate to hear that. <sighs> Billie Eilish went off on people who have been criticizing her for wearing feminine clothing. She said she spent the first five years of her career getting obliterated for being boyish and told told she'd be hotter if she acted like a woman. And she says, now when I feel comfortable enough to wear anything remotely feminine or fitting, I changed. And I am a sellout. And what happened to her? Oh, my God, it's not the same Billy. She's just like the rest. Blah, 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 blah. She can't win. She can't. She said, you guys are true idiots, LOL. I can be both, you effing bozos. Let women exist.
4: (laughs) Preach (laughs) it. Preach.
0: And she followed it up by saying that women are multifaceted and could be interested in multiple things. She says femininity does not equal weakness and also insane to want to express yourself differently at different times.
3: Yeah. Why is expressions of femininity looked down upon, especially with women? That is an interesting point she makes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has an art.
0: I, all weekend, that song has been running through my head, the big t-shirt, Billie Eilish. I don't know why. <laughs> it was a hit for a very short amount of time. Yeah. And we played it, but it is just stuck in my head. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I heard this story in the background somewhere over the weekend, and that's what started it.
3: Yeah, yeah. This one here. Yeah. <laughs> Armani White. Yeah, it's a good song. One. It's only a minute thirty-eight.
0: Billy English. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> there now, it's in your head.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, the, half the song's over already. Yeah,
7: <laughs> that's
3: pretty much the it. For, it's a minute thirty-seven. That's it. Yeah, wow. that's funny. Uh, and now, great moments in current concert history, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday night in São Paulo, Brazil. Uh, Lana Del Rey lost track of her vape. Oh God, no! And so, when you're looking for your vape, but you're on stage and you're performing, uh-huh. you just extend the song intro a little bit so you can wander. And around. also,
6: if you see my vape on stage, can you find my vape on stage?
3: I like it. So now she's enlisting the crowd to help her find it.
6: Is it you-,
7: you did? Where though? Oh, all the way in the pit.
3: It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. You can have it. You can keep it. Yeah,
0: right. you just got to do what John Mellencamp does. Have a big old ashtray right there by the drums and <laughs> keep your pack of smokes or your joint or your whatever.
3: I saw him, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago at Riverbend. And yeah, you're not kidding. He did have an ashtray. He smoked that oh, yeah. whole freaking time. Smoked the air and off the whole show. Is he still doing that? Yes.
0: Jeez. sure is. And he last week, I think he was in Cleveland. He like was yelling at the audience. What was he yelling at them Threatening for? to leave the stage because they were talking. And there's oh. he he like announced right this is and he drops f bombs all over the place, right? And he's like, yeah, this is the f and quiet part of the f and show. So everybody shut the f up. And so then he somebody yelled something at him, and then he's like, I'm gonna leave the. You got
4: a little grumpy on Everybody him. shut up. I'm doing cherry bomb.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. I'm going to tell tell a very serious story. And he does. He tells this big story about this homeless girl he had an encounter with in Portland. Mm. But, yeah.
3: He's 71. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to an age where you just don't give a you-know-what. He's kind
0: of been like that forever, though. He's kind of been, he's had that reputation. Has he? <laughs> yeah.
3: We had him on the show years ago oh. he did a live set with an with a full band
0: yeah in his and he studio. did like
3: what was it four so three or, four, three or songs? four
0: songs but that was
3: cool so good yeah I and he was about great that. like he could not have been nicer yeah he, he was. didn't you expect him you know based on incidents like this that he's kind yeah. of a a badass you know and he is there's no question but he he, also, was, awesome. he was a gentleman
0: yeah he was that was cool that was when Peaceful World came out. That was the last really big mainstream hit he ever had. Right. Yeah. Uh,
3: also this morning, 40 years ago in music history, today on this day in 1983, it was 40 years ago, it was the final day of the second and last U.S. festival. Uh, it was organized by one of the co-founders of Apple, Steve Wozniak, who paid for the bulldozing and construction of this New open-air field venue in Southern California as well as the construction of an enormous state-of-the-art temporary stage. And the three days were grouped as you had New Wave Day, Heavy Metal Day, and Rock Day. Ooh, do you just go to all three? I know. <laughs> which, which do you do? How I do mean, th- they weren't doing big music festivals as anywhere nearly as much as they do now. But here's, here's U.S. Festival audio from the artist who closed the show 40 years ago tonight. See if you can guess who it was.
2: Yeah.
0: Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. David Bowie. That's pretty
3: cool. And uh, yeah, that was his first show in America in five years. That would have been... It would
0: have been really cool to see him at some point.
3: Yeah. And uh, not only was this the weekend, the 40th anniversary of the last U.S. Festival, but it was also the end of the clash, as we would know them. Mick Jones did his final show with them on New Wave Day, and here they are taking the stage to close out that day's concert. (laughs) All right, then.
7: All right, then. Here we are in the
8: capital of the decadent U.S. of A. This here set of music is now dedicated to making sure that those people in the crowd who have children, there is something left here for them later in the centuries.
3: Yeah, when this happened in 1983, they were riding high on the success of their album Combat Rock. They had constant radio play, MTV exposure with Rock the Casbah, Uh, but Joe Strummer and Mick Jones were barely speaking. Wow. Yeah,
0: that doesn't make going to work very much fun if you're not speaking to the people you're working with.
3: No, you know what the cost of a three day ticket was, and this was considered a high price at the $27. time. Twenty
0: seven dollars.
3: You're not that far off. Thirty seven dollars <laughs> fifty cents. It was seventeen dollars yeah. a day. Oh, wow. and they were like, "Oh, that's nuts. Who would pay that?" <laughs> that's funny. Yeah.
0: All right, so Benedict Cumberbatch and his family were terrorized by a knife-wielding former hotel chef recently. What? This is a crazy story. So 35-year-old Jack Bissell kicked his way through the front gate of Benedict's home in North London, and he was shouting the whole time, I know you've moved here. I hope it burns down. He also destroyed a plant, spit on the intercom at the front door, then ripped it off the wall. Benedict, his wife, and their three kids were inside the house at the time. Now, Bissell fled before the cops showed up, but they got his DNA off the intercom because he spit all over it. And then they found him and arrested him. So we don't know for sure when it happened, but Bissell was already convicted and just got slapped with a fine and a three-year restraining order from the Cumberbatch family. There is no reason. We don't know why. Mm. He singled out Dr. Strange, but he was, yeah. How scary? I I just can't even imagine. Wasn't it Sandra Bullock? She had somebody in her house. Oh, God, yeah.
3: I mean most of them have a like a safe room, don't they? Well, if they didn't before, they do now because I remember the 911 call. I wish I could find it when Sandra Bullock called. You hear her whispering and she is terrified talking oh, yeah. to 911 dispatch when that sure. intruder was in her house. Mhm. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Uh Scotty Pippen may have his issues with Michael Jordan, but He needs to keep things in perspective because now he's just starting to sound like a fool. In a recent interview, uh, Scotty Pippen, you know, world famous Chicago Bulls, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, the dream team. In a recent interview, he literally called Michael Jordan a horrible player. (laughs) And he wasn't talking about Michael Jordan's baseball career. (laughs) Scotty was asked to name the true goat of the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said that from a statistical perspective, it would be LeBron James. And a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, but then he added a quote. I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game. And one player can't do it. I've seen Michael Jordan play before I before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys have seen him play. He's a horrible player. <laughs> he was Got horrible him. to play with he was all one-on-one he's shooting bad shots and all of a sudden we become a team and we start winning and everybody forgot who he was this is from scotty pippen there's no word if this is related but he also posted a picture of his younger self on instagram with the caption from humble beginnings to six championships to two gold medals hall of fame and leading the bulls franchise with the most playoff wins here's to the unsung heroes cheers there you go he's feeling like he hasn't gotten enough credit now, over the years. did you watch i mean he's got to take some responsibility for that did you watch the documentary that was on espn some time ago on uh-uh. michael jordan it's really interesting even if you're not that into basketball and i would think since you followed that team yeah and i was day, a big fan really i mean it. i was
0: yeah he was big when i was in we went to a game and saw him play and
3: like in the beginning of his career with the bulls he signed like this long it was like this long-term seven-year contract where they basically ripped this guy off like he yeah. agreed to a, a term that was way longer than he should have based on the success that, the, ended that they ended up had. having they got mm-hmm. him for a steal i watched that air movie
4: over the weekend uh with matt damon and um uh, Ben his, his best friend. Ben. Ben. The, sto- the story of the Air Jordans as told by those guys. It was
0: very good. Yeah. I
4: liked it. It was very interesting.
0: Now, he made a pretty penny there.
4: He did, but it really goes into Michael Jordan's parents. A lot of the, the parents' story. Their role. Yeah. And then just how Adidas and Nike and uh, Converse all were fighting for these players and mm-hmm. how Nike was like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing to go there. Wow. But they... Showed them the you know I don't know it's really neat it's called Air right Air yeah like Amazon Prime watch uh yeah is that
0: where it is I think Africa. that I think I saw Either that there or Netflix
4: one or the other but yeah, yeah. huh uh, anything
0: else Quentin Tarantino a quick kind of Quentin oh, this yeah, is nuts. this is weird this
4: is gonna be really cool to movie coming out right? see what this is about
0: so Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish and it's pretty legendary. And this is kind of gross. A guy who used to manage a Hollywood strip joint called Crazy Girls says that Quentin showed up one night and asked for a VIP room and the girl with the biggest chest and the biggest backside. But instead of getting a lap dance, he put her on the chair, took off her boots, and started licking the bottoms of her feet and sucking her toes. After 30 minutes, the guy says her feet looked like prunes and Quentin gave her $10,000 for her troubles.
3: 10,000 bucks?
0: We don't know when this happened. You licked my feet. Yeah. (laughs) For 30
2: minutes? Sure.
8: Speaking of swimming pools, my uh, brother has an above-ground swimming pool. As if you didn't think I was white trash already. (laughs) You don't really swim in an above-ground pool. You just kind of wade around with a beer. (laughs) Uh, It's just like a regular pool, but not relaxing or fun. (laughs) I guess I'll head to the deep end slash (laughs) middle. Woo! There is no graceful way to get in an above ground pool. You always look like you're sneaking into a giant cup of tea. I hope the Mad Hatter's not in here. But I love those above ground pools. It always looks like the owner couldn't make the commitment. You know, I like to swim, but I also want to destroy the value of my house need something to go in between the abandoned car and the refrigerator without a door. <laughs> what to do?
3: That was Jim Gaffigan. A friend of mine posted a a great picture of an above-ground pool. Check yeah. this out.
0: Oh, wow, that's a doozy. <laughs> that's
4: brave. It's on a hill. It's got a lot of stilts holding yeah, it up. Yeah, that's very yeah. brave.
3: It's above ground pool. Yeah. What do you think? (laughs) Oh, man. It's for sale. (laughs) And it's nine after seven. (laughs) Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Sunny, hot and humid today. It's hot. I don't think of hot until you get to 90. It's 85 is the high. I would say warm and humid. Yeah. Frank's saying hot. Chance of an isolated pop-up later on in the day. Right now, 65 at Q102.
0: And I have your three headlines here for fake or for real. Two of them are fake. One is
3: real. What
0: would you say the big prize was for today, Jeffrey?
3: Uh, Let me pull it up. I believe it is uh, Beer Fest around the corner. Yeah, Yeah, two tickets to Oakley Beer Fest. It's this
4: Saturday, 3.30, Oakley Kitchen Event Center. And we're going to hook you up with some tickets. It benefits Boys and Girls Club of Cincinnati and the Cecil Dye Foundation.
0: There you go. So here we go. Which one's real is it A? A woman threw milk at a Burger King employee because her order was cheaper than expected. Is it B? Man throws a handful of gummies at Wendy's employee and demands a free baked potato. Or C? Guy throws very large pickle at bartender who forgot the cherry in his Shirley Temple. Valerie. Oh, I'm going to go with C. No, it's not the Shirley Temple today. It's actually okay. the throwing the milk at the Burger King employee. It was a. What I know, wow.
3: I know. Are nuts.
0: Sometimes it's the one that doesn't make any sense at all.
3: Like <laughs> <laughs> drive through employees have to deal with a lot of nonsense as it is, but usually it isn't because the customer wants to pay more. Because last Wednesday afternoon, a middle aged woman with gray hair went through a Burger King drive through in Omaha, Nebraska. And she was told her total would be about eight dollars, okay but when the woman pulled up to the window, the employee handed her a small bottle of milk and told her actually the order is only seven dollars.
0: oh wow, a whole dollar she saved
3: yeah the employee told the cuss the employee told the police that the customer was upset by the lower than expected total and threw the milk bottle back hitting the employee in the chest the employee was not injured the woman then sped off without her order and also without paying for it all right that's all i can tell you. How about that Police she's are having investigating. an off day i guess so yeah I mean, was she, so in her mind, what happened? I'm trying to get into what happened here. Did she think, oh, God, $8, and she's fishing around for it, and she finally scrounges $8, and then they're like, oh, sorry, no, it's only 7 And just that frustrated, because she had 7 ready. Right. She had her, she had her hand when in the she cup was holder. she 8 she's like, oh, great. Right. <laughs> and Maybe. then she, that just, she snapped. That
0: could be the only explanation, Jeffrey.
4: All, all those disgusting, sticky nickels she was trying to pull out of the cup holder.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) That are stuck to the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I know anything about that.
4: That's my
3: FBI profiling theory, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Nick is looking for a second date update this morning. Uh, He went out with a woman recently named Maya. We're going to try to help him out.
1: Hey, Nick, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Maya? And then take us through how the date went. We'll go from there.
1: Yeah, so um, we actually met online. And, um, meta for drinks, she was very direct at a time. She said she could only stay for like an hour. So, when she said she was going to go, I didn't really like think anything about it. So, I I keep like racking my brain to try and figure out what went wrong, and I can't come up with a single thing. You know, I mean, like it's an hour. Can anything really go wrong Uh in that amount of time? You know, (laughs) sure. So, it can go wrong
0: in five minutes or less, (laughs) but I would think you would
1: know. Yeah, exactly, you know, I mean, like, I, I I go out a lot, you know, I I meet a lot of different women, I I know when I've got a shot with things, and I know when I don't, you know, and like, she was having a great time, she was laughing at damn near everything I said, she was totally into me, you know, I I really felt like there was something there with this one, you know, but then when she left, you know, she just, she hugged me goodbye, I told her I'd hit her up later, and she was like, great, okay. and um I, like, texted her the next day and nothing. Right. Texted some more times, absolutely nothing. So, I just, I'm totally lost on this one, guys, and I'm hoping that you can help me figure it out.
3: So, you guys, you just hit that one place. You didn't bar hop. You didn't go back to her place. She didn't go back to your place. It was just one hour at the bar, a little chit-chat, and that was that?
1: Yeah. Like, we had one drink, you know, hung out for an hour because she said she just had a little bit of time and that, I was hoping we would hang out after that, but, um, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, the the whole,
3: yeah, I can stay for an hour. I don't have a whole ton of time. I feel like it's an out. Like, if she's having a really good time with you, she'll, she'll make time. You know, mm-hmm. she'll hang out longer. I feel like that's a commonly
1: used out. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really think about that when she said that, but, like, you know, I, like I said, but it flies was in the great, face of you know? your
3: impressions of what, how she felt about you, based on the attention she was paying you.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, like I said, she was having a great time. We were bantering back and forth. You know, and she was laughing at everything I was saying. It was, but yeah, I, I, I can't think of one thing right. that possibly could have gone wrong.
3: Yeah, so we'll give we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Assume that she did have something going on right after. Uh, you did text her, though, the next day and still no response from her, which makes you wonder what happened. What else has she got going on, if anything? Any other details you can think of?
1: No, I mean, like, its I, I really have been thinking about this, you know, constantly. And uh, there's nothing that I can really kind of come up with why this would have gone south, you know? Okay. Now, the
3: last time you got blown off, I mean, I assume you did, like most people. You know, we've all been blown off at one time or another. Um, what was the – do you remember the reason? I'd just like to see if there's repetitive behavior.
1: No, I, you know, I mean, it's to be very honest, and this is going to sound cocky, but, like, I, I, this doesn't happen to me, you know? I mean, well. I, <laughs> I, I – Okay. I, I, I'm pretty aware, and, like, I know when when things are going good and when things are going bad, so I can kind of make the first move if I know things are going south, you know. Right. But she was giving me all signs pointing to go, and uh, I was a little kind of shocked when there was no follow-through. So,
3: okay.
1: Uh, so this, this is if, – if it's happened before, it's been many, many years. But so this is – I'm not used to this kind of behavior.
3: All right. Then why don't we do
1: this? We'll take a break.
3: When we come back, we'll call Maya. We'll see what she thought of Nick and her one-hour bar date with him. As Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102.
4: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, so pretty cut and dry here. Nick met Maya online. Uh, They got together for basically a one hour bar date. She didn't have a ton of time. She made that clear from the get go. So it wasn't that surprising when she had to hustle off an hour later. But during that hour, he really felt a connection and was disappointed when he reached out to her the next day and there was no response. So now that makes you wonder when you look back, well, was that her out? Hey, I can only stay an hour. And then if it doesn't, you know, if it goes well, then she can hang out longer. But based on the way she was behaving and the way she was interacting with Nick, he really felt like there was something there. So we're going to try to call her because that's kind of what Second Date Update is all about, trying trying to unlock these mysteries. Right, Nick? That's right. Ready to call her? Yeah, let's do it.
5: Hello.
3: Hi, is this Maya? Um, yes,
5: she's asking.
3: Maya, it's Jeff and Jen, along with Fritsch and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning?
5: <laughs> uh, I'm okay, Jeff and Jen.
3: Yep, from the radio show. We're all here. We got you on speakerphone. Yeah, good, oh
5: seriously? <laughs>
3: yeah, how are you?
5: Um, I'm okay. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Yeah, we like to we like to cheer people up, do a little cheer-up wake up calls in the morning around this time. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting. Am I on the radio? Uh with your permission, if you're okay with it, we'll we'll talk on the radio a little bit, just chit-chat. Yeah, I guess. I, I did want to mention something. I guess we have a mutual friend. You know Nick. You went out recently, met up at a bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked to him and he was, he was asking about you. He told us about your date, your meetup. And he was very impressed with you, thought you were lovely, would like to see you again. And we just kind of wanted to get a read on you and see what you thought of Nick.
5: Yeah. Um, he called you guys. Okay, well, he's clueless because, I don't know, I'm really glad I only was with him for like an hour because it was a waste of time.
3: I'm just curious. Did you really have something going on an hour later or was that just sort of an out that you left yourself?
5: I mean, I like to say that sometimes I did actually that night have a birthday thing. I was going to swing by, and I I chose to go to that. So, okay. um but, but I mean, if you, if I wanted to stay, I could have probably, but I did have actually somewhere I wanted to be. But um, all right. So why do you say yeah, Nick is
3: clueless? What did he do or say?
5: Oh, well, if he's calling you guys, he's like clearly like did not get the vibes that I got. I mean, it was like <laughs> fine conversation, and he's like a nice looking guy, I guess, but like I don't know. I was like getting ready. To, sorry, my dog's barking. That's I was a, getting ready to leave, and um, I hugged him because I'm a hugger. And he was
2: like,
5: he looked at my like he like I, it's like burned in my brain now. he like pulls me back and like stares at my chest and is like, he said, "Bam, girl, them t- is real sweet." And I was
2: like, <laughs> "What?"
5: And I was like, did "I like, are you complimenting me? Like, what's what is like?" I don't know. It was just so uncomfortable and awkward, and so and he just seems really. I don't know. Which part about that
0: was the was the most disturbing? Because there are multiple layers here. Yeah, is, I think. Yeah. Is it the <laughs> word?
5: Yeah. I mean, is it the fact
0: that he actually used the word? D-? Is it the fact that yeah. he had such a big reaction to them being real? Is it? That uh, he said it out loud. That he said it out loud. That he like made it a point to look at him. That, is there one specific? Like
5: the, yeah, I think the fact that like I remember it so well is because of the phrasing them. <hanno> like, it like burned in my head. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, and then, and then the whole thing. is just like you're like you were clearly thinking about that the whole time we were together, probably. And like now, like you're. I don't know. It just felt very like nice knowing you.
0: <laughs> so obviously, he noticed them when you were just sitting there, and maybe the. When you hugged, oh, you, you took it as an opportunity test. to test it. Exactly. And he would totally be a guy if he says them t- is real. He's going to be the kind of guy that's going to walk up to you when you're married in the kitchen. And he's going to reach out with both hands and squeeze them and go honk, honk.
7: <laughs> oh, that's happening. You're
4: going to get mounted <laughs> at the
0: kitchen sink as well. Yeah. Honk. Come up behind you. Just yeah. grab him and Was squeeze Was he wrong,
4: him. though, in his statement? <laughs> oh, my God inappropriate. Um, I'm the no, gay guy. <laughs> but, like, that's
5: so not relevant. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why we leave those questions uh, to Tim. Perpetuating the stereotype that gay men are obsessed
4: with breasts. I'm not, but...
5: Well, I'm not saying they're not great.
4: I mean, was the was the conversation in a playful, fun sort of uh, flirty way that he thought maybe that that would, you know...
0: Well, did was... he think he was paying you a compliment?
4: Only,
5: maybe? I'm, I, that's what I... I I think he thought he was giving me a compliment, and I think.
3: Oh, I can he, guarantee you, he did.
5: I, I think. Yeah. Oh, he, I think he thought we were getting along better than I really. I mean, I was. We were only together an hour. Like it's like.
3: Right, but he felt very comfortable in that one hour. Trust me.
5: Uh, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I think he just like maybe thought that like we were at that. I don't. Well, I don't know who, who's even at that place. Like I don't know. That was just weird. I
3: I don't know. You is he still on the line? Yeah, t- Nick, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> so I uh-huh. guess, damn girl, them <laughs> is real is not a turn on. <laughs> All right, uh,
1: like straight up here, it, uh, totally my bad. I had no clue that I actually said that out loud. I, I really like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I just
1: said that in my head. I, I seriously, but like full disclosure here, like Maya, they're pretty impressive. You should honestly be taking that as a compliment.
5: Uh, well, okay. Um, I don't know if I believe the whole you didn't mean to say it. I think you might regret saying it. But also, like, is your inner monologue saying them t- I like, guess <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's
3: similar like, to dead-ass. Yeah. Yeah. Like- so if it was delivered in a different way, at a different time, it might have been different, but just wrong time, wrong place, wrong way.
5: I mean, you find those things out when you get intimate with somebody, not from a hug and... It's just also weird to, like, even comment on... All right, so let's say you would have
0: gone home with him from the bar and you got naked with him, and the first time he grabbed a hold of him, he said, damn girl, them is real. Would that have evoked a different response from you in another setting? Um, Would that have been a hot thing for him to say?
5: I don't like the wording that much. I mean, if he was just like, oh, you you know, you're, you're... I don't even know what I would like, but I mean, like if I'm, if I'm that intimate with somebody already, then if they want to compliment me, that's fine. But like not from a hug after an hour, it is funny
0: because different words can just totally turn on. I mean, you think like, you know, that how many times one or the other has said something and used different terms for different body parts or for different actions. And it's like, why did you have to say it like that?
5: Right. And it's
1: a little cringy, yeah. All right, all right. Well, there it is, Nick. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I honestly like I say whatever you want, but like, I really had no idea that I said that out loud. But you know what? That's fine. Like, if if it's that repulsive, there, it probably wouldn't last it too long anyway. So, what can I do? <laughs>
0: yeah, because you've got more, don't you? That's not your only line. <laughs>
3: I'm a man. I'm a man of many talents. What can I say? There you go. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the call, Maya. It was great meeting you.
5: Yeah, and good luck, Nick.
3: Yeah, same to you. All right. So, (laughs) if we can do a second date update for you, Mm -hmm. just send us an
0: email, Uh, Jeff and Jen at wkrq.com.
3: Ever taken a condom to a funeral? And here's a new payment option, buy now, pay when you die. It is Tuesday, the 30th of May, 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, with school ending, it is that time of year again when we start hearing about those over-the-top senior pranks and there are two that made headlines over the weekend. The first one is pretty innocent, but the second one is not. I'll tell you about the first one. Uh, some kids in Fort Meade, Maryland, this is near Baltimore. They listed their high school on Zillow <laughs> for forty two thousand
0: sixty nine dollars. Forty. Where did that number come from? Four two zero six nine.
3: Four twenty oh, and sixty nine. Those silly kids. Yeah. They described it as a twelve thousand four hundred fifty-eight square foot half-working jail. <laughs> That's kind of funny. With twenty bedrooms and fifteen bathrooms. That's funny.
0: I, I'm
4: trying to remember if we did a senior prank. We did not because the class ahead of us did one that was not did not go over well. What so they do? They uh, who father had owned a. a Landscaping Company okay. and had a dump truck full of manure oh. dumped into the front of the school and then put a mannequin in the top of it with a flag that just said seniors. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. It's funny. It no. was kind of funny.
0: gross. <laughs> yeah.
4: the, the guy whose dad owned the landscaping company, they came and cleaned it up.
0: Yeah. Well, that was nice. It was it kind of in an and it. out. It was a temporary, just yeah. kind of like a, a photo op, if you will. Yeah. It was a photo yeah. op. Well, that was nice. They cleaned it up.
3: Well, on the Zillow listing, the listing went on to say all 15 bathrooms come with sewage issues. Oh, God. <laughs> and there is a nice spacious kitchen and dining room with a private basketball court. Nice. And the school actually played along. They joked that the property's value was vastly underestimated <laughs> and that it would not be on the market long. That's funny. Zillow eventually pulled the listing. That is funny. But they got some screenshots of it. It's pretty funny. Uh, the next one was not funny, and the school is not playing along. Some kids in Burlington, North Carolina, got into their school at night last week and filled the toilets and urinals with cement. Oh, God. That That's ain't cool. not good. That's and a big problem. The school says the prank caused thousands of dollars in damage. The kids behind it could end up facing criminal charges. Huh. Yes, don't yeah. do that. Don't destroy property. Don't do that. Uh, some runners may not remember winning a race because of adrenaline. You hear that sometimes. Others may not because they were literally knocked out cold. <laughs> this In this sucks. case, while chasing after cheese. You may have heard about the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. This is an annual cheese event. Cheese Rolling and Wake? Yes. Cooper's Hill, Cheese Rolling and Wake. Cheese Rolling is hyphenated. Okay. And Wake. It is an annual event in England where people race down a very steep 200-yard long hill chasing a wheel of double Gloucester cheese.
0: And are they trying to catch the cheese or the che- is it just a visual to watch people running after a big ball of cheese?
3: I would guess it is probably the visual because it's one of those, like, dog chasing the car. What, what are you going to do good, when yeah. you catch up with it? If you even if you could, because I I don't know how
0: fast cheese would roll. I don't know if this is a really hard cheese that's rolling or if it's kind of soft and sticky. That might go a little slower. Yeah. I don't know enough about that kind of cheese.
3: Well, this year's event happened yesterday. And a 19-year-old Canadian named Delaney Irving won the women's race, okay. despite falling and being knocked unconscious on her way down, oh my and God. literally rolling across the finish line.
0: How far down the hill did she roll? I hope it wasn't like a hundred yards.
3: Yeah, because the whole thing is 200 yards. So that's... I hope it was
0: just at the end. <sighs>
3: And she didn't realize she had won until later when she woke up in the medical tent. <laughs> like, like she said yeah. she, she remembered running and then bumping her head and then, you know, basically waking up in the tent.
7: I'm good. Now that I remember it, I'm good. <laughs> um, I remember running and then I hurt my head. And then I woke up in the tent despite the injuries. I think it's worth it.
0: That's funny. You wondered, they probably had reporters standing at the bottom of the hill waiting to talk to the winner. And the winner is laid out flat, oh, passed yeah. out at the bottom. And they couldn't put a, like a, uh, I don't know, do they put a wreath around her head or Hopefully give a her cheese, a medal? She, she would get a cheese oh, <laughs> cheese crown. I like it. <laughs> Didn't get to do any of the ceremonial stuff.
3: <laughs> no, it's an extreme event. So injuries, I guess, are not that uncommon. But winning while unconscious, that's a that's little unusual. New. So congratulations to Delaney Irving. Hmm. All right. Remember, Jen was talking about this on the Facebook Live video this morning. Uh, You remember when you were a kid and grownups would tell you, don't swallow your gum. Nope. Because it'll take seven years to digest it. Just sits in your stomach for seven years.
0: Can you imagine just sitting there what that must be
3: like? I believed every word of it. I did too. Well, I guess it's not really true. Your body will pass the gum within a couple of days. However, that does not mean it is okay to swallow it. There's a reason they tell you not to swallow it. Even though uh, gum will pass, it can't really be digested. So when it does come out, it comes out whole. Mm -hmm. And if you swallow more than a few pieces... It could cause some serious digestive problems. It'd be very uncomfortable going, passing through. Well, this 5-year-old kid, this 5-year-old boy recently swallowed 40 pieces of gum in one day. I don't know if he swallowed them all at once or if he did one after the other. But whatever, it obstructed his GI tract, causing a major stomach ache. They had to rush him to the ER. They ran scans showed the problem was this huge mass of gum. Oh wow. So doctors had to remove the gum by placing a metal tube down his throat. I'm just wondering We're if just the kid is awake through this or did sucking they fucking it out? Or did they? they knock him out a little
0: bit. Able I mean
3: anesthesia is pretty
0: I wouldn't want to be awake for I, I wouldn't either, but that's down also my throat I mean that's like that.
3: You to know, put him under general anesthesia for? No, you probably probably not
0: general but you could probably twilight him I would think.
3: Doctors removed the gum by placing a metal tube down his throat and using a tool to grab the buildup. Uh, the boy did suffer a sore throat after that procedure, but it's nothing compared to having 40 pieces of gum clogging your And as a parent, system. you
0: just, you know, it's like you turn your back for a second. This is the kind of stuff they get into.
3: And a Science Direct actually had images of the gum mass. And, uh, you know, unless you're in the field and used to seeing stuff like this, you probably don't want to look at the pictures because they're pretty gross.
0: Now, did you guys ever end up in the doctor's office for something you stuck in your ear or up your nose or yes. swallowed? What
4: did you do? I don't know why, <laughs> but I ate a chocolate rabbit, chocolate bunny at Easter. Okay. I took the foil. Uh-huh. And rolled it up into a ball and put it in my ear. (laughs) And I've never seen my dad more pissed in my life (laughs) because we had to go to urgent care and they had to, you know, use some special tool to pull it out. Well, you really lodged it in there. Was it like. And I was like 12. So it was like, obviously, <laughs> 12? I was way too old to be doing that.
0: <laughs> they were concerned about you at that point. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. There was.
4: <laughs> I have an ear thing. Like I I'm a Q-tipper. Uh-huh, and I know every nurse is going to now email me and say, those are for makeup. No, they're not. (laughs) I've never seen a woman in my entire time on earth remove Uh makeup with a Q-tip.
0: Oh, yeah. I I do it all the time with mascara.
3: You're the first person I've (laughs) known to do that. But you're right. They always tell you never use Q-tips inside the ear. It even says so on the package. Yeah, but everybody does. Yep. Yeah. No, I know
4: everybody does. So I think it had to do with some sort of sensation or something in my ear. I don't know. Gotcha. So you were trying to itch something in there. It does
3: feel oddly (laughs) satisfying when I clean the inside of my ear, yeah. Q-tips too. I know you're not supposed to do it, and the letters are rolling. But it feels so in. good. Yeah. There's, I've seen some
0: it. commercials for some really cool looking ear things, like the, the, this water pressure thing. Have you seen that? Uh, I have. And I that don't know how I feel there, about shooting water in my ear, in your, like, your ear, no, ear, and I like that. ah. But it looks like it. Well, your you know, it's the same thing about with the, with the the neti pots. At first, oh. you're well, like, is gross. Oh, Have you done it? Yes. Oh, they're
4: awful. But it feels so
0: good when it's over. I wonder if the ear thing is the same. If you if you have that same kind of feeling, you know, shooting a bunch of water in there. Maybe I don't know. Have you seen the candles? Have you seen the ear wax? Yeah, I've done those before. You've done that before? Did that work? Yeah. Eh.
3: Is that that spiral thing that?
0: Yeah, and you set it on fire, and it pulls like
4: the wax out,
3: suction sort of thing. Kind of crazy. Yeah, don't they have some kind of procedure, though, that can remove that buildup? Oh, I'm sure there's lots of them. Or do you want to? Because I've heard both. I've heard, like, that earwax is good. It's important. You shouldn't be cleaning it out. It's there for a reason. I had an ear, nose, throat guy once. He, He kind of stopped short of scolding me. But as he went in there to check for an ear infection, he's like, you must really clean your ears because there's like no wax in there. <laughs> and he didn't really mean it as a compliment so. right because yeah, you were like well thank you yeah but i got the sense he was trying to make a point without mm. gotcha yeah. that you need a little bit for something yeah I, th- that's like a part of my body i really know nothing about <laughs> i just know that i think it's gross and i don't like it and i just love the feel of of having clean ears, yeah, mm-hmm. just rolling that Q-tip because
0: you want to hear everything that's being said to you all the time. So you <laughs> want that, that there would be no kind of blockage <laughs> that could impede your ability to hear.
3: Well, I had an audiologist once tell me that that could be causing contributing to my hearing problems because in the course of cleaning, cleaning I could it just too be much? oh, you could be irritating, just, just forcing damaging. it back in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But i'm sure we'll get a (laughs) lecture on facebook
0: someone will tell us the facts got us
3: straight yeah so the bad thing about those buy now pay later services Mm -hmm. is you don't actually get that much extra time and they charge you a ton of interest it's basically gen z's version of layaway but this is something that I don't know. It might be worth taking a look at. A New Zealand-based pizza chain is doing a new spin on the buy now, pay later scheme. Buy now, pay much later. Much later. When you die. How about that? The pizza chain is called Hell Pizza. Hell Pizza. Hell Pizza. And the promotion is called Afterlife Pay. Okay. Which is a play on Afterpay, one of the BNPL services. Yeah. It's not open to everyone. You need to be local. And listen to this. They're accepting 666 applicants from New Zealand and 666 applicants from Australia. And if you do it, you are promising that you will write what you owe into your will. Ah. Now, it's not 100% serious. Hell Pizza admits that this is a light-hearted marketing stunt, but they are accepting applications. That's funny. And they are giving out delayed payment pizzas to 666 winners in both countries.
0: Who are very old and have a lot of money in the bank. They might. So they, if <laughs> they you know qualify, they'll get their money soon and that the money is there.
3: Each person will get one pizza through this so-called afterlife pay. The value of this is $25. Okay. Hell Pizza claims the agreement that you signed to pay after death is legally binding. No interest or fees will apply. And in the terms and conditions, it says they reserve the right to enforce the debt owed by the applicant against their estate upon wow. death. Or forgive any debt owed to it by the applicant. Huh. Can you imagine your estate being sued by a pizza, pizza joint for 25 yeah. bucks? Yes. Oh, my 25 bucks, man. That's funny. Yeah. And if you're a single guy, you should always carry protection, right? Yes. It's part of the, I mean, sure. It's your responsibility,
0: right? Yes, I would think.
3: A casual hookup, you never know. Could happen anywhere, anytime. Even under the most unexpected circumstances. Mm-hmm. They did a poll. They spoke to men. And they discovered that one out of eight men who are under the age of 35 admit to intentionally bringing a condom with them to a funeral just in case what wasn't this in a bo-
0: wasn't Will Ferrell in a movie where that was one of his things he would go to a funeral he would pick up chicks at funerals he would go to funerals and find the girl that was crying and he would go and he would <laughs> console her console her and cry with her and was it what what movie was it where he was living in his basement in his mother's basement? I don't know. And he would shout up to her. <laughs> yeah. Step brothers? <laughs> oh maybe. Was it step brothers or was it wedding was it wedding crash? Or...
3: I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. It's unclear if they specifically slipped it in their pocket for the ceremony or had just tucked it into their wallet in general. But, (laughs) you know, I take that to mean it was intentional. Yeah.
4: Everyone mourns differently.
3: Right. Uh, In a less morbid stat, but I did find (laughs) this kind of entertaining, one out of four millennials say they brought protection to their high school reunion. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely getting some tonight. I'm gonna make it happen. Who was tonight, this? Tonight.
0: Who was the celebrity? Zach. He was on the orange carpet for a Nickelodeon movie premiere, and he pulled his hand out of his pocket, and a condom fell out right there on the carpet. Zach
3: Braff or Zach Efron?
0: Efron. It was. It was Zach
3: Efron, and
0: <laughs> yeah, it just fell right out of his pocket.
3: That's funny. So, yeah. Now you know we got to take a quick break. Uh, let's see. Okay. So coming up. There's this thing on TikTok. It's like a big discussion about the best karaoke songs to perform. Oh, boy. And some people have some really definitive opinions on that. Jen and I have a karaoke history together. True. Yeah, someone lucky is going to score those tickets to see Taylor Swift, Soldier Field.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
3: In Chicago. In
0: Chicago. So if you see a call coming in from 749-2320.
3: Yeah, don't send it to voicemail.
0: Yeah, you may want to pick it up.
3: Should know our Just number a
0: by tip. now. Yeah.
3: Okay. Sunny, hot and humid today, isolated pop up chance later in the day. High of eighty five. And right now it is sixty nine. A long time ago, Jen and I were in New York, I believe it was for the MTV Video Music Awards. Remember when that was something? Oh, wow. Yep. And we were broadcasting live from Radio City and You know, we were there probably three or four days, so we had some downtime. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And one night, uh, we got rip-roaring drunk, took a cab down (laughs) to Chinatown, and walked into a karaoke bar, Chinese karaoke bar. It was perfection. (laughs) Brought the house down. We
0: did, man. They didn't quite know what to do with us.
4: Nope. But we put on a show. What song did you guys do together? I got you, bet. Ah, that's right. Sunny and Sharon. There is audio of this, isn't there? No, this
0: was, yeah, no. Unfortunately. Just
4: burned on our minds.
0: <laughs> yes, forever.
3: <laughs> they were very kind and polite.
0: They were very kind and you polite. Uh huh.
3: But this is a question that gets a million different answers. What is the best karaoke song?
0: I, you know, I always, when I would go to karaoke night, if you're going to get up and sing a ballad, you better really freaking nail it. Otherwise, it's torture for all the rest of us. Right. You know, have a little fun up there. Show us some personality. Because if that's one thing that Jeff and I bring to the table, we may not have the best <laughs> singing voices, but we show up with stage presence.
3: We try to bring energy. We're that's trying to- right. You know, we don't want you to fall asleep. You're out to have a good time. We don't want to bum you out. We are there to entertain.
0: That's right. right. And
3: give you and some you ain't cats never seen the before. The cradle
0: and the silver spoon.
4: <laughs> Little boy blue and man the moon. Jen's tap dancing while you're singing <laughs> <laughs> that part. <Yeah. laughs> Showbiz people.
3: <laughs> so pe- people on TikTok are arguing about it after some guy with three million followers posted his top five picks. Uh, His name is Ben Brainerd. He's a comedian. And he's the one who basically kicked off this debate.
1: Topping the chart is Kelly Clarkson. Since You've Been Gone, obviously. Number two, Aretha Franklin, Respect. Great song, even better karaoke song. Number three, I don't really care how you feel about it in every other social situation, but
0: come on, Eileen, objectively a good karaoke song. Number four, this is a good
6: middle. Don't start the day with this and do not end your night with a song, but it's a good middle song that people are going to enjoy, and of course, it's Weezer's Island in
1: the Sun. And rounding out this list right now, is is controversial? REM's "It's the End of the World as We
0: Know It." Well, if I was going to uh, pick an REM song, it would be that one. I always had an opening number. My opener was always John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. Solid. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was.
4: That's a good one. Yeah.
0: You went up more than once. Oh, of course. One of my dear friends was the karaoke. What did they call that person? They they call it the karaoke oh, DJ, like the karaoke hostess, whatever. whatever. Yeah, she was the host. She had a beautiful voice. Oh. And she would get up there and, yeah, sing. And
3: on slower nights, I would really help her out. Uh, yeah, so it's the end of the world as we know it by R.E.M. That's the big one. But, boy, you, you really got to have it memorized. If you nail yeah. it, it'll crush. If not, it'll flop. Yeah. We didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. That's an... That's another one. Sure. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. But people in the comments have been listing the obvious snubs like Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Piano Man. Yeah.
0: I don't know about Piano Man. It's a little, Billy Joel's one of my all-time favorites, but I don't know if I, it's a little slow.
3: Uh, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. But here's something to show just how subjective a list like this is. Last fall, Billboard ranked the 100 best karaoke songs of all time. And none of the ones we've mentioned made the top 10. <laughs> Tim, can you check line one real quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, they gave the top spot to, <clears throat> excuse me, Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain.
0: That's fun. You've sung that one before somewhere for something, haven't you? Yeah. Man, I Feel Like a Woman.
3: Yeah, but I don't have it memorized. You yeah. need the lyrics.
0: I think having it memorized helps. And here's a question. So is it a compliment? Do you like it or do you hate it if you're up there singing a karaoke song and everybody else is singing along with you? Is that a sign that you've got the room, you know,
4: and they're with you? Or do
0: you want them to shut up and listen to you sing? Oh, that was that's Lynn, funny.
4: That was Lynn on line one. She wanted to know what makes a good karaoke song. I think that's who you're getting at. Is yeah. it the sing-along? Is it, you know?
0: I th- Well, I think it's fun. You want them at least clapping along with you, if not singing along with you.
3: Yeah, I mean, if people are inspired to sing along, I think you made a good song selection. Correct. That may or may not have any reflection on your Singing abilities There you go I like Neil Diamond
0: And you're up there, you're moving, you're shaking, right? There's choreography here Sure (laughs) Head nodding at least (laughs) Thanks
3: honey
2: (laughs)
0: Did she get up and sing?
3: Or no. Where like she did, I don't remember I don't remember much from that night
0: That's usually how karaoke goes Where were you?
3: I don't remember It was someplace on Kellogg up the street from Riverbend
0: Oh, so that was local?
4: Yeah oh. Was it Tostana's? Over in Columbia Tusculum, that's a good karaoke bar. Oh. Terry, I don't know if Terry's still with us. Somebody send Terry us. Terry was the host, and he was he he doesn't if you if you don't come up when your name is called, he's moving on to the next person. No patience oh, for that. Very
3: abrupt.
0: Yeah, so I think that we need to know where the best karaoke nights are too. If you would send us that information, mm-hmm. that would be lovely.
3: Yeah, your vote, your pick.
4: Define best. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like
0: big
1: crowd
4: talented big
0: singers crab, talented singers fun atmosphere does, fun host yeah. does
4: the old guy get up and sing stroking every wednesday night <laughs> there's always that guy there is that guy yeah
3: there is a place in uh you know when i lived down in florida in clearwater called the varsity club on us 19 it was a great sports bar
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they
3: had a passionate karaoke crowd that yeah. regularly went
0: yeah there are some people that are man it's their night the, night exactly, to shine yeah exactly. there were a couple
3: people who took it super seriously yeah. but you know again like they would they insisted on singing those ballads man it's like I oh know it. god come on lease is going up again <laughs> <laughs> time for a potty break <laughs> yeah Here's another version of U2's one. <laughs> All right, 14 after eight. Jeff and Jen coming up. You're shot at 1000 bucks with a 1K letter of the day, but right now, Denise has your traffic. I tried to call Carissa this morning our winner for the Taylor Swift tickets, Chicago show, Soldier Field. Of course, when we try to call her, It rang once and then went to voicemail, which you know what that means.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) We got her back.
0: Carissa. Yes. Good morning. How are you?
5: Good. How are you?
0: Why did you send it to voicemail the first time we (laughs) called you?
5: (laughs) I didn't send you to voicemail. I was still in bed, to be honest.
2: Oh,
5: God. Oh, all right. I (laughs)
0: thought maybe you were thinking we might be calling you for a second date update, and you were like,
3: no. No. So, Carissa. How many times did you tap that Taylor Swift track over the weekend?
5: It was like 34.
3: Oh, my God. Wow.
5: That's a lot of tapping. Yeah, I was committed.
3: We love that. <laughs> That's great. Well, it paid <laughs> off because you're going to Chicago. Yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> going to see Taylor Swift. Thank do? you. <laughs> oh, you're so
0: welcome. How exciting. Oh. Have you ever seen her before?
5: No, but my husband and I have been Swifties for a long time, so we are very, very excited.
3: Very cool. I'm excited for you. Um, if you've ever seen a show in Chicago, especially at Soldier Field, weather permitting, of course, assuming the weather is good, that's such a great venue. It's such an out great outdoor venue for that kind of show.
5: Oh, I'm so excited.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a ton of fun. So you'll just
0: drive up, then do you think you'll spend the weekend and hit some... Pizza joints while you're there or do some shopping. Yeah,
5: we actually, we used to live there a few years ago, so we can see some old friends and it'll perfect. be awesome. Oh, that's, oh, that's perfect. great. That's
3: great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone with a boat, spend some time on the lake. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
5: Perfect. Nice up there, especially in the summer.
3: Yep. Well, good. Well, we're happy for you. Thank you so much for being a part of our radio family and being so committed. <laughs>
5: awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You got to yeah. send us some pictures. Please do yes
3: i will <laughs> love it hey vanessa hello how are hey. i'm good how are you pretty good how was good. your weekend oh
5: it was eventful <laughs>
3: was yes. it eventful
2: uh-huh. a lot of time yes. with
5: family oh yes yeah we actually uh camped out in our backyard for the first time with our son <laughs> oh that's
3: fun yeah how'd that he go he
5: enjoyed it he's it, it went really well. He was—he's four.
3: Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It went really well. You got a pretty nice backyard.
5: It, yep, yeah, it's um, it butts up against uh, national park. So yeah.
3: Oh sweet. Oh, that is sweet.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, welcome to the one K letter of the day. Have you played this game before?
5: I have a couple of times. All
0: right, so you know the deal, you know the drill, Jeff. Give her a decent letter. Thirty yeah. seconds. Don't repeat your answers. Pass quickly. Do you have any questions? Nope. no All questions. Right. Good deal. No questions. Okay, let's see how you did. Do you have? Oh, Jeff, did you hear that that noise? Did you hear that? Yeah, pfft? yeah. The last
5: got time his,
0: I think I had Z. <laughs> Z. Oh no! Jeff's got his his letter opener back out. Well, you don't mm-hmm. have the letter Z. That's good news. Or Ooh. Q. Oh, that's good news. Or X. Oh, that would be no. horrible, wouldn't it? <laughs>
3: Yeah, the letter I. I. Ooh, a lot of good words start oh. with I. Yeah. Could be okay. it be all right. <laughs> you can do it. All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. All right.
0: So here we go with the letter I. Name something you ate yesterday. Ice. A job. Uh intern. A celebrity. Um Enrique. A game. Um pass. Something you wash. Uh pass. Something you hang. (laughs) Oh pass. Something blue. Oh iguana. An art supply. Oh. Oh.
3: What well, again, you could have gone with ice hockey. Infinity used to have a line of I cars like the i30. Oh, they? yeah. Back in the day.
0: Yeah. Celebrity, oh. I thought of Icky
3: Woods. Icky.
0: Aini Kamosi came to mind. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? I know. That's what popped into my head. That's so funny. I know, because I think Enrique starts with an E. It. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, there might be an i there spelling. Might be an Tim, can you confirm
3: is there an i spelling for Enrique as well as an e spelling? That is a good question. Because in my head, I feel like I've seen it before. Something you wash your igloo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
5: Yeah, I never thought about that, but it doesn't something, matter. I didn't something, get something
0: all you all of hang. A- something you hang that starts with an i.
4: Yeah, that's a tough letter.
0: Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. I don't
4: see uh anything on here about Enrique with an I, but I'm sure there's someone who spelled it weird. <laughs> or non traditional. Right. I'm sorry. Right. I should have said like iced tea or something. Oh, there you Ice go. Tube, you
1: yeah. Know. Yeah. Vanilla no, Ice oh no, that was V. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who do you know
3: who uh who Inie Camosi is, <laughs> Vanessa? No. <laughs> have you ever heard this song?
0: Na 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 That's right.
3: That's Ainie Kamosi.
7: Okay.
3: It's called "Here Comes the Hot Stepper." Yeah. What is this like from the early two thousands? Nineteen ninety four.
0: Hot Stepper.
3: Great song.
7: Oh,
4: that's a huge hit when I was
0: drinking Gold at the Big Kahuna. That's right.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy that four-day work week, Vanessa. I will. Thank yeah. you. Good Take talking it easy. to you. Take care. Take it easy. Mm, bye-bye. Bye. Well, the Mayans may not have accurately predicted the apocalypse, but, you know, I'm pretty sure if they've seen maybe our house at its worst, they might think the end of times was near, apparently, in the modern Mayan Society in Mexico, kids voluntarily do chores. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. According to a journalist whose specialty is uh, stories about parenting, Mm -hmm. the key is bringing kids in on chores at a very early age and always doing chores with the kids helping or watching. Okay. Okay. That's the trick, huh? Yeah, empowering them to join in and sort of playing off kids' desire deep down to be helpful because they do have that desire. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. I feel like my parents did some version of this. Yeah. You just did it because you didn't want to (laughs) disappoint.
0: Is there anything worse than your parents being disappointed
4: in you?
3: So how do you get it? How do you get your kids to do that? How do I get? Well, how can you do that with your kids who maybe don't quite sound like they would be that into all of that?
0: With everything with Jacob, I had to make it look like a party, make it look like it was a fun thing to do, an exciting thing to do. So I, I, the first chore he did around the house was taking out the garbage. Because he thought it was hilarious. Anytime something needed to be thrown away, I would act like I was playing in a basketball game and slam dunking it into the garbage can. So he thought that was hilarious. So he started doing that. And then before you know it, you know, I'd have to haul it all out to the garage. And he thought that was funny. So he started doing that himself. And then just used that same tactic, not necessarily basketball with everything, but, Mm. and eventually he just decided he wanted to do it. Got very lucky. He vacuums. He does his own laundry. Yeah, he makes lucky. his bed. He empties the dishwasher, takes out the garbage. It's a good kid. I'll keep him.
3: Here are a couple of tips. Uh, it says, don't do chores while the kids play. Do you let your kids watch TV so you can be more efficient doing laundry or cleaning? Don't do that. Make the chores a team effort, even if it slows you down. Think of it as bonding time. It'll pay off later. Hmm. Uh, Number two, uh, let your kid help, even if they aren't helpful. Yes, you'd get the dishes done much faster without help from your kid. But the Mayans always encourage their kids to help. So find something the kids can do, but never force them to join in. Hmm. Okay. Those, those are the two big tips. They say it works. Hmm. This was kind of funny. A Florida high school has parents and students upset after printing a typo on the students' cap, caps and gowns the days. I'm butchering this. Let me try that again. Take two. Mm-hmm. A Florida high school has parents and students upset after printing a typo on the students' caps and gowns days before graduation. Apparently, the gowns were misprinted with the class of 22 on them instead of class of 23. Oops. Here's a student and a parent speaking out about the situation.
6: First impression was, oh, they done messed up big time, right? You know, I was at first I was like, I don't really care. You know, we're graduating. But I had really thought about it. And I was like, this isn't right you know we're supposed to be the graduating class of 23 we're supposed it's supposed to be our year as a parent i am very upset not only for myself my child but other parents because they have worked very hard to be able to display their pride in their appropriate graduating gear
3: i'm trying to think on the cap you have the little tassel that's got the gear on it right is that yeah some
0: of them do i don't remember do it it that being way. on the gown we yeah, it, w- it was the, never the on gown, the gown. That was on the no. tassel. Is all there was, but I imagine. And you just got... rented it for like a day, didn't you? And then you gave it back. Oh, we bought. I think we bought it, and it was like twelve dollars, or I mean, it was something stupid cheap. Oh, we
4: didn't keep ours. On them. Yeah, same. But now they got a cool story they can talk about at their fiftieth party. <laughs> it made it memorable. Yeah.
3: Did you guys see that shootout on the bus? No. Did not? A passenger. I got a sneeze. Okay.
0: Look at the light. There you go.
3: Okay. Uh-uh.
7: <laughs> oh, there
2: God, there go.
3: it, go. it was. Oh, I didn't look at the light long enough. you feel better? That's exhilarating. Does <laughs> that <laughs> feel good after a big
0: sneeze like that? It does. It feels very good.
3: Yeah, a bus driver... And passenger had this wild shootout in North Carolina after an argument over whether the passenger could get off the bus early or not. Uh, The bus driver is David Fullard. He has been fired after the incident. And Omari Tobias was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, Here is the moment the two exchanged gunfire, along with the interim CEO of the bus company, Brent Cagle, talking about the shooting. First of all, I didn't know the bus drivers carry guns in North Carolina. Is that this a This one does. I don't know. I guess so.
0: If we know that someone is in possession of a weapon on our
3: vehicles, we report that and ask for support. Oh, so I guess that's a no. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah, I don't know how it works in North Carolina. I don't either. Or anywhere. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.